Yeah, Gus Schumacher is, you know, uh, a presence in the top 10, clearly. Um, I think I think off the top of my head, this is his second top 10 of the year. But this is an interval start race in a very loaded field. Uh, yeah, so let's first, we'll, let's talk about Gus's performance and then we can chat a little bit about uh, Scott's day. Yeah, amazing day from Gus. One of those performances where uh, coaches from every nation are coming up to congratulate us just because they know what it takes to get into the top 10. And Gus was skiing. Uh, the best way to describe it would be just actively. He was finding a tenth of a second on every single part of the course. <clears throat> he would round a corner and look for it and find it and get it and move on to the next tenth of a second. And he was just unstoppable the entire race. And so uh, it's it's been an incredibly consistent season. Uh, he hasn't been skiing at the top of his game the whole season. He's just in terms of performance. And so we're seeing an improved version of what we were seeing in the Tour de Ski. I think he um, skied very smart in Sizeralm, took a ton of recovery, um, also logged some good training. But uh, I feel like a race like today lets you know that an athlete uh, has absorbed the Tour and is positioned well for world championships. It's interesting weekend after weekend. I think I'm almost, and maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm surprised. I'm like, wow, this dude is, he's there. And and then, like I said, like a presence. I have no other way of describing it, but he's clearly, I'm sure, uh, on people's minds, you know, who are non-North American skiers and like, okay, when I'm looking at a top 15 result, maybe I should be slotting Gus Schumacher in there when I'm trying to figure out where I may, you know, or may not end up. Um, which is very, it's cool to see. It's cool to see, but he's also flanked. You know, he's, this is a, a men's team that hasn't functioned this way in my entire career, uh, 14 years with the ski team. And there's incredible leadership coming from the veterans. There's huge buy-in coming from the younger athletes. And there's no, there's no judgment. There's no um, suppression of age or talent or anything uh, or based on age or talent. It's just a group that's working really well together. Every single night before uh, everybody shuts it down, there's a text that goes through to the entire men's team talking about when they're going to train, what they're going to do, who wants to join. Some people feel free to go skiing by themselves. There's there's just no stress. It's, it's uh, a bunch of guys working together, and it's incredibly inspiring to watch, and it's what we saw happen with the women's team when they started to take off um, you know, around 2013, 2015. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that is cool. Um, okay. So Scott Patterson, um, again, like, uh, he, I think he would admittedly sort of say he prefers kind of those hard courses and those skate, those skate races. And he delivered with a 15th today and he, is coming into shape at the right time of the year. Yeah, so maybe a little bit of insight into Scott's day. Yeah, it, um, he was really excited for this race. And that's another one of those just sort of sports psychology snapshots. When an athlete's excited for an event, uh, the chances of them succeeding go up uh, quite a bit. And I know he's been feeling satisfied with how things have roughly gone this season. They've been a big step up from last year, but they've been improving um, throughout the season as well. 
And his first comment after the race today to me was, uh, he was like, I, I said, congratulations. I was clearly stoked with five, uh, you know, two guys in the top 15. Um, and he said, you know, thank you. Uh, he's like, man, I really want more though. And, and so it's like, that's the best possible answer. So we're, we're stoked for Scotty. Um, Scotty is just one of those uh, very quiet team players and, and he's been having a fun time with this group of guys this year. So uh, there's no surprise that he's skiing well. Really psyched for him. Um, okay. And Simi back uh, just out of the points. How is he feeling? You know, I haven't reached out to him um, for today's story, but I'm just curious. Uh, he had a little hiatus in, uh, in Vermont. He has not raced since, gosh, I'm going to say the fifth stage of the tortoise ski, but the tortoise ski. So, uh, you know, uh, he's had very, I think a top 10 before in a mass start skate. Um, so he must be feeling fairly good. Yeah. I think in some ways this is probably one of his best skate races ever skate distance races ever. Um, I think he was 12th in the mass start in that you're referring to in Safeheld, oh, in Safeheld. Um, 2018, I believe. Um, and it's a really good sign. He, he had a, a little bit of a, a groin pull the other day in a workout here, uh, but nowhere near as badly as last year during the tour to ski. So we were pretty careful yesterday. Uh, this, while Simi is more known to be a sprinter, this specific race today, what has been one of his focuses for, uh, uh, one of his main focuses for the last foci. What's the word? Foci, foci, foci. I think it's like tomato, 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 maybe. I'm with you. <laughs> it's a good point. Uh, uh, and it kind of surrounded pacing, but also really digging in with some grit. Um, and, uh, you know, it's 32nd is just on a day like today when there are five top 15s. doesn't really stand out, but to me it does and to Simi it does. And, and I think it's a really good sign. One last question. And you mentioned this when you were referring to, to, uh, to Gus about eking out a tenth of a second here and a tenth of a second here. And I think, you know, I think, you know, Jesse's performance probably speaks to that as well. And I, and I was trying to think like, how would I articulate what that attribute is or that tactic? You know, it's kind of this, you don't see the manifestation of the, of the net time until you're done, but it's sort of the accumulation of these micro portions of time like you're talking about less than a second but but eventually they accumulate over say 15k in Gus's case and you know 10k in Jesse's case you know as a coach I'm curious like how do you articulate that to aspiring skiers or to skiers on the world cup it could be any level but that's actually you know rather than just being the person who kills it up the hill and gains 10 seconds on the field you're the person that ekes out five seconds over the course of 15K because you're gaining uh, small bits of time that just accumulate into larger bits of time. That makes sense? Yeah, it, it does. I, and, and I'll see if I can answer it. I, I think it has to do with being um, very present in each moment, being a sort of a thinking racer versus someone who just likes to push the gas pedal further and further and further until it hits the floor and do well because they can just grit through the pain and uh, hammer on the hills. Uh, whereas Gus is 
really assessing each 50 or 100 meter section, uh, preparing for when exactly to change gears, for when to hop skate, for when to drop into a, a really high tempo V2, uh, for how long to hold the tuck. He's really thinking and he's making these gear changes flawlessly because it's not something that he just practices each race. He does it in his training. He's fun to watch training even on a an easy distance day because he'll do little attacks through a corner. Uh, he's a very playful skier. And, you know, <laughs> playful is in some ways a way to describe how he's skiing. It just looks like a fun, very dynamic way to ski. You know, but w- with regards to Gus, there's there's not a whole lot that gets missed out there. So um, any mistake that he made out there will be assessed. Um, anything that went well uh, will be recognized. It, it's it's amazing when you ask a guy like Gus, how was it out there? He's he's not one that wants to just say uh, good or bad uh, and move on. He he wants to engage in how it actually was which I find really refreshing and, and so much credit goes out to he and his coach Jan uh, because they, they're not missing much and they're, they're addressing his weaknesses and they're capitalizing on his strengths and, and they're consistent. It's, it's fun to watch the two work together. 